dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host Heather Parry. What's up? <laughs> nice. I don't know why I did that. No. <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> no, we are outside. We are recording a podcast sitting in my back garden with our big coats on. I've got my scarf on as well. Yeah, and a microphone with a little fluffy hat on. This is actually my first scarfing of the year. Really? We have already had the heating on twice. This as well. is my first massive coat moment oh god i still don't have a proper massive coat i I also put the heating on i was kind of mad about it like try and leave it as long as possible we've got three outdoor walls though oh yeah it's a very cold flat yeah and it's big yeah like the rooms are big Mm. i really quite like though when you put the heating on for the first time after the summer and there's that smell which is obviously like the burnt dust that's down the back of the radiators i quite like it yeah reminds me of childhood which is weird yeah weird that is moving on um so this is this is day eight of our 13 tales of horror pre-halloween pre-season seven minnesota countdown series uh, audio doves why are you still doing that when we already came up with audio doves audio doves i need to i need to write down audio doves but the only thing is I suppose if we just say audio dove people would be like what is she saying audio. what's a what how do you spell oeuvre uh, <laughs> Audio d'oeuvre, that's d- definitely not right. But Audio d'oeuvre. I've written it down. Um, and today we're doing Killing Time, or Killing Time, by Jill Bennett, or Jill Benet. <laughs> that's not right. Um, Gilles Benet. Gilles Benet. Um, it always makes me think of how my dad says hot dog instead of hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Like, hot dog. But not as a, like an Americanism. Not like, hot dog. It's like, <laughs> can you, okay, can you pass me a hot, Why a hot dog? Why does he do that? Does he think know. it's made of dog? He used to drive me up to the McDonald's drive-thru when we were little and having a treat. Um, and instead of saying, like, we'll have chips and chicken nuggets. Oh, no, sorry, we'll have two lots of chips and chicken nuggets. He said, we'll have chips and chicken nuggets twice. Like, he said that every time. I think did they ever know what he me meant? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Did why? they always have to ask for clarification? Why are you saying that to this teenager? <laughs> you just say you want... And also, they're McNuggets. <laughs> Please. They're McNuggets, Dad. I never ever had. I've never eaten a McDonald's burger, but I was mad for the fucking McNuggets. Really? My God. I feel like a, a bur- I mean, this may not be true. I feel like the burger is more of a food stuff <laughs> Who than, knows? The, than the McNugget. Who knows? I saw a thing today that said, um, in I can't remember what country it is. There's too much sugar in uh, Subway bread for it to be legally bread. <laughs> Oh my god. I think I've only ever had one Subway sandwich in my life. Oh my god, I loved Subway. Really? When I was like 17. They've got a weird smell. I think they smell like puke. <laughs> okay, well that's good. <laughs> Cake puke, Don't apparently. really know why, yeah. So anyway, getting into this book. <laughs> Cake puke, my stripper name. <laughs> oh god. Um, I really like the story, and I, you don't, so you're wrong. I didn't hate it, I just, it, it's sort of made no impression on me really I think you've read it incorrectly let me try and change your mind alright then cool okay so we start with a kid called Philip uh, going into maybe it's Philip Pullman <laughs> from yesterday's episode Philip the Pullman <laughs> is going into the woods to see a strange white man white uh, and man in caps not all caps the start of it is caps Cap, it's got you know what I'm saying white mm-hmm. man is a name a proper noun thank you <laughs> wow 
Wow. <laughs> we are sober, friends. God. Um, it's been a long week. The white man tells Philip Pullman to wind a clock. Oh, isn't the clock on the start of Northern Lights? The beginning, the cover. Why, why can't I know words? Oh, oh my God. You can have a lie down after this. God, I've got to go and do some work. Um, he tells him to wind a clock. No one else can wind it, just Philip Pullman. Um, and he has to wind it every day, and the clock will tell him when to return to them. Oh, creepy. Return to who? Well, the white man in caps, but not caps, the whole caps, just the beginning caps. <laughs> now we have a time skip. <laughs> Nick is too hot to sleep. He's just hot. <laughs> He's in a tumultuous time. Um, his mum is about to have a baby, fair play. Uh, the cat is having kittens. That's exciting, not tumultuous. Don't know what's wrong with you. His sister is annoying him, and he generally does jobs around the house with his granddad, but since his grandma died, his granddad has been a bit doddery and confused, and that is apparently an attack on Nick's life, whatever, um, rather than an old man having a hard time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I actually really like this, though. His mom is basically like, you know, it's spring, all these lives are coming in, he's on the cusp of growing up, and he's finding it hard. And I thought that was a nice... That's, de- that's depth. That, that is depth. That is more depth than you would expect for, like, 45 pages or whatever it is. Um, so he finds a broken old clock on his granddad's shed and gets it down from the shelf and is like, I'm going to fix this clock. And his nice granddad yells at him to put it back. Um, and it turns out it was his brother Philip Pullman's clock and Philip died. Sorry, Philip. Um, but his granddad kept it and never fixed it. He doesn't really know why, but he just can't mm. stand, you know. It stopped when Philip died. Strange, mm. she says, stroking her chin. <laughs> Anyway, Nick, being somewhat of a dickhead, takes it and thinks he'll fix it anyway because he doesn't care about other people's stuff. Fine. Um, meanwhile, the cat has had five babies. Oh, and also there's a Peter. What? There's a rabbit called Freddy. I don't know why I said Peter. There's a Peter? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I just realised it's because I, read, I saw the word rabbit and I was like, Peter Rabbit? That advertising really worked on wow. you. Wow, there's a Peter Rabbit called Freddy who belongs to his <laughs> sister Sally. <laughs> Meanwhile, we get another cutback in time to Philip, who is in the woods wearing a long white dress. He's in the KKK. (laughs) That's the true horror. Yeah. Oh, God. Terrible. Uh, With the white man, caps not caps, pointing to a drugged dog at his feet. Um, They want him to kill it. Oh, no. I know. This is why I think you probably didn't read this book properly. Maybe I was too upset by that and was like, I can't read anymore. Blocked it out. So, meanwhile, we skip back again um, and Nick is having bad dreams and like daydreams too um, he wants to hurt the kittens I will fucking cut you Nick <laughs> um, and his sister finds him dropping one on the floor and red- get ready to stamp on it oh that's horrible I know really brutal also like tiny kitten come on like, I actually did think that was quite a horrific moment yeah like to, to imagine yourself coming to about to hurt something so defenseless yeah that's horrible it is this is why it's good I'm telling you anyway uh, so Sally is keeping an eye on him from now on, um, and she finds him going, which I've spelt with an H, going, going, <laughs> going to the woods alone, saying he's going to hoeing, hoeing in the woods. Well, whoa, alternate reading. We'll come back to that. Um, but he's not meeting anyone at all. He just goes not and sits M-E-T-ing on a log. No, I'm just imagining a subway sandwich with a dick in it. Oh, why? Because you know I why. I say that. You said meeting and you <laughs> pretended it was gross. And we've been talking about the cake bread. Wow. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking of a cake with a dick in it. Oh, 
worst cake ever. Um, but anyway, he's not do- meeting anyone. M-E-E-T or M-E-A-T. He's not doing either of those. He's sitting on a log on his own in the woods, which is quite sad. Uh, meanwhile, their mum has had a baby who is called Peter. Oh my God, I'm psychic from notes I've made from books I've read. It's almost like you remembered it when you read it, probably today. <laughs> um, Sally confides in Grandad about Nick and how it's all been going on since he had that weird clock. Penny drops for Grandad. Um, and they run to the woods. Grandad runs to the woods. And then I was like, he's probably like 55, isn't he? <laughs> probably like 20 years older than I am. Um, Grandad and Sally run to their woods where they find Nick. Okay, this is where it gets really horrible. They find Nick making a noose and hanging it from a tree. Um, and also he's got a kitchen knife and Sally's pet Peter Rabbit Freddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's a, t- a tall black figure, like dressed all in black, and then there's a faint figure in white next to him. You can't really see, he's you know, a little bit indistinct. Mm. Um, and what they can see that is that he's been told by someone, they don't know who, to sacrifice uh, Peter Rabbit Freddy. <laughs> you love that joke. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Saying too many names really makes me laugh. Um, I'm 33 and a half, that's fine. <laughs> I sent someone a picture of the cat's testicles today because I just noticed they were there for the first time and couldn't stop laughing. Did the cat consent to that? It did not. <laughs> that is unacceptable. They're also not going to consent to having those whipped off sooner than, oh. rather than later. But. Or as we would say, weeched. Weech them off. <laughs> he, I bet he wishes they could be weeched Scott's off. Scott's is very onomatopoeic. Um, so yeah, and so he's getting all these messages from someone that they can't see telling him that he they know he wants to do it and he should join them and oh join us join us um so someone calls out it's not very distinct about who that is and then white figure you know the indistinct white figure Mm. i'm saying distinct too much pushes the knife away and granddad old man leaps forward nick hits his head and knocks himself out which is probably for the best um (laughs) and here's what happened to phil he had killed their farmer's neighbor neighbor farmer's dog and then hung himself Oh. And the white man who encouraged him to do it was never caught. Typical white man. Um, Grandad found the clock afterwards and it had stopped at ten past six. Oh, and also, his brother had told him to go to the park and get him by six if he wasn't home. And he hadn't. And then at ten past six, he died. Oh, no. I, see, it's really sad. That is sad. Um, and he never threw the clock away. But after finding Nick, he smashes it to pieces. Something he should have done long ago. Now, I think this is really scary. It's got very Wicker Man vibes. There are real consequences. He almost kills himself. That's really brutal to put in a teenage book. I mean, half the protagonists in these stories die. But he almost, like, commits suicide. But in the other one, she drowns in a swimming pool. Maybe. <laughs> I hear you, but, like, a lot of the protagonists die in this book. That's true. I just he only thought, almost dies. I just thought it was really good that they've got this, like, he's at the cusp of his life. He's having to deal with, like, all these changes. And also, like, I know we made a joke about meeting in the woods, but what you know, it is his burgeoning like hormonal response, isn't it? It's like the, it's about like the violence within boys, mm. but also it's giving it some sort of weird Wicker Man style like situation going on, and I like that a lot. I like like folk horror, but not sort of like twee shit folk horror. Folk yeah. horror that's about the like dramatic forces within like us and nature and stuff. 
mm-hmm. um, which is why I like, like the Wicker Man so much. The original, not the bees one. I have not seen the remake. Oh, God. I've only seen the classic clips the that we've all seen. Yeah, Rubbish. I did. I saw the original quite recently. Like rewatched it recently. It's still really unsettling. Yeah, it's it's so I love weird. it. It's so weird, and it's even more weird because like Britt Eklund uh, had to be like dubbed. I think. But also they used accent, a, I think. Yeah, and they used a body double as well. Just get someone else. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've literally not used her at all. Was it not because she was famous? It was like having a famous name in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like the singing bit and the, the breastfeeding while holding an egg on a grave bit was really weird. Just I just so love weird. it. It's such a good film. Um, that, that'll be our Halloween homework. Oh, for listeners. watch They've the Wicker Man. Gotta read the, gotta watch the original Wicker Man. And First watch the good one for quality and then watch the remake just for lols for hilarity yeah, yeah. Um, I also like that they never really explain the magic in mm. this like they never explain what the clock thing is doing um, there is like <laughs> the only bit of thing that's like not politically correct is like there's a bit of weird albino bashing oh so, there's like, no need for that they refer to him as an albino like the man and then I'm like is he though and then I was like is albino the correct term i think so okay because i think it's a medical the medical term albinism yeah Yeah. although if that is not true then please let us know so we won't use it again yeah sorry about it um but yeah apart from that it's all pretty legit and also like that granddad is the hero Mm. you don't often get granddads as heroes that's true i just thought it was really creepy and especially like you know that you could come so close to doing these horrible things that you didn't like through like no fault of your own or through like forces coming through you I think you were just in a really good mood when you read it maybe <laughs> I didn't think it was that, I didn't think it was bad I didn't think it was that good I did think the kitten bit was scary mm. I think that that I I'm always really frightened they do do this in horror films a lot and I think it's really scary where what you think you're seeing is not what's really there mm. and I I know it's like a bit of a cliche but I always find it really scary mm. and really smart see currently I like have kittens on me in the nighttime. Uh, because they sleep in our room. We got kittens. They're very cute. They're 12 weeks old. Um, and, like, I'm, I'm really scared of hurting them. And, like, I'm worried that, like, in the night they'll get up on the bed. They don't. They usually sleep cuddled up in their own bed, which is really cute. But they sometimes get in in the morning as if to, like, say, fucking wake us up and feed us. And I'm like, what if, like, David's a really heavy man and a really heavy sleeper. What if he just rolls over and crushes a kitten to death and we don't know about it? Oh. Hopefully they are so small that if that did happen which I don't think it will they would just sort of go into the mattress you know like wouldn't be squat. we have got memory foam so well then they would just be memoried into it <laughs> they're also like made of jelly yeah like they get sleepy and then you pick one up and it's like a like one of those like joke ones that goes all floppy when you touch it or like a beanie baby <laughs> yeah just like have Flops. you bones have you bones though <laughs> prove it where are these bones you claim to have <laughs> Um, so yeah, I I want to give this. I would give this a five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Face. I didn't think it was that good. I'm gonna give it a four, I guess. Oh. Well, don't be dragged up to a four. Say no, three. No, right, so three. Then it can have a four. Okay. Then we'll, I'm happy with four. Okay. Even though you're wrong. I didn't think it was that good. It just really got me for some reason. Yeah. Maybe I don't I, know why. I don't, I don't know. To be fair, there is some coming up over the next few days that I thought were great, which I think you'll gonna slag off so you know (laughs) this can be for balance this is your one of that and then i will come back to mine later okay fair enough you'll have that to look forward to or dread yeah (laughs) but it's always both isn't it so it's a weird combination of both both. bit of column a bit of column b (laughs) 
Until tomorrow when we are talking about J.R.E. Ponsford by someone whose name I didn't write down in my notes. Who is that? You can Look. tell me. Um, Graham Masterton, who oh. did one of our Point Horror Unleashed that was all about um, estate, estate agents. agents. <laughs> that was quite scary, actually. I thought it was quite good. And this one's all about cricket, so. Is it going to be scary? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah, it's about the horror of uh, private boys' schools, which could be the end <laughs> a, of it. A true horror. <laughs> that could be just the end of the horror. <laughs> just say that phrase and everyone's like... <gasps> So that's tomorrow. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And if you think that we are worth anything, uh, you can go and give us a, a bit of that anything at patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast. I like that you're suggesting our whole self-image is based on this. <laughs> Thanks. It is low, isn't it, in a sad way? See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.